0: You are now listening to the Hunter's Advantage Podcast. christian babcock the host of the hunters advantage podcast and what we do on the podcast is we talk to disruptive companies in the outdoor industry talk about innovative hunting solutions that are changing the landscape as well as offer you tips and strategy for more successful hunts all in all i just want to help you become a better hunter by providing you with high quality knowledge and information that you can trust stay tuned It's Christian Babcock, host of the Hunter's Advantage podcast. Welcome back to Hunter's Advantage podcast number 68. Just in light of season wrapping up tomorrow, um, bow season that is, is I want to talk about two things in 2021 that made me a better bow hunter. The two things are simple, they're not super profound, but they're things that drastically improve not only my efficiency as an archer and as a bow hunter, but my ethical how how ethical I was um, being out in the woods it's because anytime you're trying to take an animal's life, you want to be as ethical and as merciful as possible. And uh, these are just a couple things to help me do that. So let's start off with number one. Number one was shot selection. This is the, in my mind, the biggest issue that us as bow hunters encounter when we're hunting, actually in the woods, so or in the fields or however you choose to hunt, but. Anyways, so I think about this a lot. It's not, it's not shooting more poundage. It's not fixing your draw length. It's not shooting a higher FOC arrow. Shooting expandables versus fixed broadheads. Shot selection is the number one thing that I think we can improve on as bow hunters to increase our lethality, increase how ethical we are in the woods. So I thought of a couple anecdotal pieces of evidence in my life from 2020 in ways that I could have improved. Could have improved, and ways that I actually implemented that in 2021 to be more ethical and more lethal. And the first one I can think of is there was a scenario in 2020. I, I just killed a deer on public land. I go out on this outfitted hunt, and there's all this pressure on this outfitted hunt. Right? It's it's a limited amount of days when you're out there, and it, you, we really want to get it done. You know there might be a limited amount of opportunity, especially when it's hot and the weather's not cooperating and you're eight hours from home. Well, that's still not a, not a good reason to choose a poor shot, shot selection, and, and it happened to me in 2020. I had a deer come up this, this mode path right up to me, ran up to about 26 yards, and if he was going to continue on past me to get broadside. It would have ended up being about a 15-yard shot, but I was afraid I wasn't going to be able to get into full draw and then not see me at that close of a distance. So I elected to take a 25-yard shot, and that shot ended up being a hard quartering two shot. And for people that aren't familiar with that, it's almost imagine a deer looking dead dead upon you. You're looking straight at one in the face, and it turns at about a 45-degree angle, as it's about to walk away, that front shoulder is looking at you and you don't have a clear shot to the vitals. And, and if you get a pass through, that arrow is probably going to go out in the back part of the animal's hip. So I elected to take a shot like that because of just poor shot selection. I thought, you know what, I had a, a terrible attitude about it. I had, you know, I was like, well, if I can get one lung, if I can get liver, I can probably put this animal down. And that was completely the wrong attitude to have in that scenario. And it ended up not working out well for me. I had just a few drops of blood, never found my arrow, never found the animal, ended up wounding the animal. And that's just a poor example of shot selection. That's just a shot that most people shouldn't take, even with high FOC setup, even with a single bevel uh, fixed blade broadhead. I don't think it's a shot that most people... I don't think it's a shot people should take. But anyways, that was an example of poor shot selection. Um, I also took a shot last year or in 2020 that was over 70 yards on a whitetail. And even though the shot placement was great, it was not good shot selection because even with a heavy arrow, I ended up hitting the animal. I only got about 8 inches of penetration. So ended up got- getting a single lung hit on this animal... Which is lethal in most scenarios. That might take four to six hours of, of waiting before the animal actually starts to expire. But it was it was something that I, I liked it to do. I, I had misranged the animal at thirty something at thirty yards, and the animal ended up being a little bit past forty. And because of that, I shot right under the animal. Ran out to seventy five yards. I ended up taking a follow up shot, hitting the animal, and. On a single lung hit with very little penetration, we waited a couple hours, um, ended up coming up on the deer in the bed about 200 yards away, jumping that deer up, blood trailing at another 400 yards, and ended up recovering the animal. So that is another scenario where shot selection was not my friend, where I learned the hard way by wounding an animal and not recovering an animal that I should t- learn to take better shots. And these are honestly lessons that I don't even really like talking about because I don't like to think about wounding animals. I don't like to think about not, not being lethal when I'm, when I'm shooting my bow equipment and, but they happen. And so I kind of rode that momentum into, into this year, you know, this little, this last fall of 2021 of, Hey, I, I, I took a couple poor shots last year, which ended up equating to me not recovering those animals. And that's just, it's not fair to them to take poor shots and just hope, um, hope and pray that your arrow is going to hit something lethal on the way through. That's not the, that's not the, the way to be as a bow hunter. So anyways, moving into 2021, I took better shots in 2021. I mean, the first buck I shot in mid-October, as I got into full drawn, this, this really funky deer, seven and a half year old buck, super mature. Get into full draw on him, and his back leg is positioned in a way where his shoulders almost covering a lot of his vitals, and I almost let my arrow rip th- rip off and just almost pulled through the shot and let it go off right there. But I, you know, as a bowhunter, I saw a lot of that maturity this year, and I waited for the correct shot. I waited for that front leg to be even with the other leg, and basically all that does is tell me that that front shoulder is forward, therefore exposing the vitals in a way where I'm probably not going to hit the shoulder. And not get any penetration and wound the animal and i waited for that moment so it took a 26 yard shot on that buck hit top of the heart bottom of the lungs and that deer ran about 20 yards and expired and that that situation that whole situation could have been a lot different had i just shot when it was convenient for me when i had the pin on the deer i felt settled i wasn't super nervous but the shoulder was in a position where I didn't feel comfortable to take the shot. So I waited, and it ended up paying off for me. And there, and there might be some scenarios that you guys see as you're going and bow hunting where you end up not being able to take a shot on an animal because the shot selection is not there, because you're not getting a broadside or a slightly quartering away shot and a desirable range that's comfortable that you're comfortable with that you practice at and that might end up costing you an animal. I'm not taking a poor shot, and, and that's okay. I've, I've had to do that, and it it's not fun, but but it's it's the right thing to do. I took another 26-yard shot on a public land buck down in southeast Oklahoma this year that was, wasn't a, uh, a broadside shot, but it ended up being a quartering away shot, which honestly I like a little bit better sometimes. And although I didn't make the best shot, I ended up shooting that deer at 26 yards with my 20-yard pin and hitting the deer probably 3 to 4 inches lower than I would have liked um, that shot ended up working, and that shot selection was good. The shot placement was not where I wanted it to be, but the shot selection um, was good. So that's that's one way that I feel like really helped me as a bow hunter in 2021 grow and mature. Is is that I was okay with not getting an animal rather than wounding one, and I wasn't going to let I wasn't going to force a shot that wasn't there just to try to get lucky to harvest an animal. And I feel like that is what that is a key way that I grew in 2021 is just not not shooting when I shouldn't be. Two things that made me a better bow hunter in 2021. One of those is shot selection and two is practice. The second one is practice. And I don't and, and let me just come out and just say this in the beginning. I don't mean volume I've, I've always been a volume practicer. I've always been someone who has went out once a week and shot 70 arrows until they were fatigued, didn't get didn't work on my form at all, just got through the number of reps that I wanted, and then went home. I've always been that person ever since I picked up a bow. This last year, what I really focused on was consistency over volume. Instead of shooting 70 arrows one day a week, I shot 10 arrows seven days a week, and just having that bow in my hand consistently, intentionally thinking about executing through each and every single shot because I was only getting 10 of those a day helped me become more efficient. It helped me become more accurate. Even though the max distance I was able to shoot in my backyard was 14 yards, just having them reps every single day, day after day after day, was something that helped me improve my accuracy and um, it didn't help me at those longer distances, but I just felt really comfortable in in the bow this year. When I got to full draw, I felt comfortable. I felt like I was almost, the bow was almost starting to become an extension of me in a way. It just felt like I was in control of the bow. Whereas I know we've all been in these scenarios where we don't practice often and you get in full draw an animal and it feels like your bow is wobbling back and forth, going up and down and it's just not working well. That didn't happen to me this year. It didn't happen to me at all, and I was really thankful for that. So I think th- the key here when when practicing is if you want to go out and you want to do volume, that's cool. I'm, I'm happy with people that want to go out and shoot 70 arrows a day, and there's days that I definitely want to do that as well. But if if I had to choose one that was going to make you more efficient as a Po hunter, I would say consistency is better than volume. And that's anecdotal evidence. I don't have any data um, to back that up, but that's just how I feel. That's just my own personal experience um, as a bow hunter. So those are the two things that made me a better bow hunter in 2021. Um, it's consistency in my practice, and it's just shot selection. Being okay with not harvesting an animal rather than wounding one. And if you can t- implement those two things, more consistent practice and and better shot selection i know you're going to be a better archer and a better bow hunter in 2022 thanks for listening to the podcast if you guys enjoyed it make sure to subscribe to the channel we'll catch you guys in the next podcast hey guys appreciate the listen to the hunter's advantage podcast